To build a billion euro business, you must first build billion euro humans. Welcome to Mission Capital, the Invest Austria podcast. We talk with private capital investors about growing and scaling innovative companies. My name is Laura and I'm happy to welcome Mike today on our podcast. We will talk about the cooperation between Invest Austria and Wolf Summit and also about the CE startup market developments. Hi Mike, nice to have you here. Do you want to introduce yourself shortly to our listeners? Hi Laura, lovely to, to be on the podcast with you today. Thank you very much for, for the invitation and uh, for the brief introduction. So just for the audience uh, benefit, my name is Mike Chaffee. I'm the CEO of Wolf Summit, which is Central and Eastern Europe's largest innovation festival. Uh, our USP is startup investor and corporate matchmaking. Um, and we run our flagship event every May in Wrocław, Poland. And we're now looking forward to our first ever event in Vienna uh, in October 20th to the 21st this year. Thanks for being here with us today and also for the great collaboration we're having between Invest Austria and Wolf Summit. To start, I have three entry questions for you. One word about the startup ecosystem in Austria. For me, excellent, and I really mean this, excellent governmental support is what differentiates Austria from, from most of the other you know, neighboring countries and certainly EU-wide, uh, I believe, in terms of R&D allocation per year. Uh, it only, only the Netherlands uh, is ahead of Austria, so that's very encouraging. Coming to the second question, one wish for the future of the CE location. Uh, one wish for the future of the CE location. So assuming that the federalization of Europe isn't going to happen anytime soon, then in the interim period, I would love to see standardized legal frameworks, not just within the CEE region, but EU-wide. And the third question, what is the most important learning from your journey that you would pass on to your peers? So to build a billion euro business, you must first build billion euro humans starting with yourself, which is no mean feat. Now, through my own personal experiences over the last two and a half, three years, I've, you know, I have no shame in admitting that I've been at the edge of burnout, you know, at least a couple of times, um, building healthy habits and practices, you know, so that you can stay on top of your mental health game, as well as your physical conditioning is absolutely essential for any aspiring founders uh, in today's, you know, economic climate. Yeah, health definitely needs always to come first or is the foundation of every company, of every startup, of every action, basically. And I think it's also underestimated, especially in the startup industry. Starting with your personal story with Wolf Summit, what was been your experience and also what was your main motivation to start running the events and how do you feel right now about it? The Wolf Summit was originally founded by three uh, individuals, so a husband and wife plus the husband's brother, Piotr, Basha and Marek Piasek. They, were, they founded the event in 2015. In first event was in Gdynia uh, on, the, on the Baltic Sea in Poland. Around 200 participants attended. Then over the course of the next two years, they grew, they grew the attendee base to around two and a half thousand uh, attendees and they would come together twice per year in Warsaw. In 2019, myself and my, my business partner, Martin Ring, we acquired the event from the founders. Uh, so initially it start, the conversation started out as a potential joint venture to build a 
pan CEE and Western Europe angel syndicate. And uh, what happened was that, that we ended up buying the conference outright. So obviously, needless to say, that it wasn't the optimum optimum time to buy a, an events business at the end of 2019. Uh, so March 2020, we were in full swing preparing for our you know first event of the year. COVID struck, lots of you know sleepless nights, quick pivots, you know, straining the team, you know, to the max. Um, and we managed to pull it off. So via the help of the virtual event platform Hopin, we pivoted our physical event to a fully virtual variant within eight days. Now, if you'd asked me back at that time, my, you know, my prediction for the future, it, it wasn't particularly rosy. However, what transpired was that as we got so heavily involved in virtual, our global, you know, the brand created a much bigger global footprint. And, you know, in 2021, our highest number uh, of registrations were from the USA. So that was really, really interesting to see. And that's carried forward until today. So at the moment in Vienna, our, I believe, number in position four or five is going to be the US again in terms of uh, registrations. Yeah, sounds really exciting. But how was it in general to buy an event business and what did you buy exactly? Just the brand or the community? Maybe you can go deeper into this. So uh, as part of the deal, we um, we acquired the brand and all of the IP as well as some of the existing team members, um, who I'm, which I'm happy to say at least one of them is still with us today. And then I obviously, I you know, we developed and built our team here, mostly in Rotswav. However, we do have team members in other parts of Poland and Hungary and the UK. Uh, so in terms of like the experience, um, probably certainly not the best time to, you know, to try and build an events business. However, you know, being in such a difficult situation, it was, you know, the team uh, cohesion was, you know, super strong. And up until this point, I'm really proud to say that we You know, as a business, we haven't let a single member of the team go. We've had a number of employees that have moved on, on to different projects or different opportunities, but we haven't let a single member go. And that's something that I'm immensely proud of. Um, and you can really feel it. You'll, you'll see what I mean in October, Laura, when you meet our team. There's, you know, they're inspired uh, and they're fully behind the brand, which is so important. Yeah, I think this is the beauty of events we're experiencing right now, the mixture of virtual and hybrid event, which are really coming together in a smooth way. And I think this is really beneficial when looking back to the historic of just physical events and just virtual events. I like the mix. And in general, where do you see the potential and also the benefits of an increased cooperation in the Central East European region? I believe that fostering innovation in the region is going to be the big takeaway. I'll actually be able to short, share more information with you soon uh, regarding a Horizon Europe grant that we've recently recently won. But, you know, the, the European Commission and, you know, the, the related institutions They have a big focus now on the what they coin New Europe. So I think this is only going to um, assist the region going forward. Also, the rise of the solo GP. So as there's been uh, more exits in the region, you're seeing a vibrant, you know, business angel community building, especially here in Poland. So as well as Romania, of course, and the, the other countries in the region. Um, but that's going to result in more capital going back into the ecosystem and lots of experience from successful founders that want to, you know, 
build the next generation of, of successful founders. Yeah, we also see that dynamic in Austria, experienced founders or founders with an exit or also early employees founding new companies or starting to invest. And this is a really great dynamic. And I think which is in the starting shoes or in the start of all of this um, in Europe, I mean, that dynamics really made a, dif a huge difference in the US long term. Coming back to the current economic developments, where do you see the European startup scene in the next one or two years going? Yes, absolutely. And it's, as I said, it's something that obviously we do have, you know, the elephant in the room with the economic climate. But over the next five years, I think this is going to grow exponentially. Yes, would be definitely great if we have more capital, especially more growth capital in Europe that we could pack founders and lead them or help them to become successful unicorns and also successful big corporations in the future. And this would in general really empower the European startup ecosystem. Um, if you go back to um, the ecosystem developments, what are the differences between the ecosystems in Poland and Austria? And where also do you see synergies? From my perspective, the biggest differentiator concerns the government's and state's role within the ecosystem. So more public sector partnership opportunities within Austria. R&D budgets are much higher. I think a great benchmark source to reference here is government budget allocations for R&D. So last year in 2021, Austria stood at around 400 euros per person, while in Poland, this was around 60 euros. So clearly a lot of room for improvement. And there are, you know, very, you know, strident steps being taken in that direction. What works extremely well in Poland's favor, and it's actually, I believe, for me personally, this is Poland's USP, and it's the raw technical talent in the country. So You know, the pool of developers, uh, highest within Central and Eastern Europe, and actually two times higher than in Romania, which is its, you know, let's say closest competitor within Central and Eastern Europe. So drawing on this technical talent and creating partnerships with, you know, Western European uh, countries and ecosystems is going to be a, you know, a huge win for Poland. Also, uh, when we talk about the STEM, STEM studies, uh, Poland's exceptionally strong in the STEM STEM area and actually actually has the highest percentage of female STEM graduates within the EU. Yeah, this all sounds like really great developments of the Poland startup ecosystem. And I think there is a lot to learn, especially when it comes to fast innovations from the Austrian side. But coming back to the event, what do participants expect at Wolf Summit in Vienna and why should they come there? Okay, so as our first uh, physical event outside of Poland, um, what we're bringing to Vienna uh, for this edition is very much the same of, as our traditional events, however, with a few tweaks. So through our partnership with PwC Central and Eastern Europe, we're going to be holding a climate pitch track uh, within the event, which is basically we've shortlisted the top 50 climate tech focused startups from within Central and Eastern Europe, and they will all be getting time in the agenda in October. Alongside the recursive, we have a, you know, a, a blossoming media relationship with the recursive, excellent team over there working with Arena, and they are awarding the CEE Future Shaper Award to one lucky startup at the event. Our USP at Wolf Summit has always been the sheer volume of one-on-one -on -one meetings that attendees can secure across two days. So, you you know, with the help of the Brella uh, hybrid matchmaking app, we're going to be doing that again 
um, and expect to see between 2,000 to 3,000 meetings across the two days. For investors that are going to be attending the event, 1,200 to 1,500 uh, opportunities are going to be present, both virtually and physically at the event. So in terms of you know time commitment uh, and ROI, you know we we know that there, there's you know there's not many other uh, avenues to secure that type of exposure to opportunities, and of course for the startups, hundreds of investors and corporate representatives, as well as government and public sector officials uh, within Vienna, looking to network during the event. Yeah, sounds great. I think at Wolf Summit, you basically get everything you need as a startup and as an investor. And in general, I think it's really beneficial for the ecosystem if there is closer collaboration between all countries in Central East Europe and especially between Poland and Austria, as I think you have great founders seeking for capital. And there is also at least sufficient capital seed stage in Austria. So I hope we will have a good matchmaking at both events. But where do exactly see the collaboration with Invest Austria beneficial for you invent and how would you assess Austria and Vienna in general as a startup business location? You know, if I speak about the Vienna, you know, the whole choice uh, behind Vienna, bearing in mind that, you know, our major partner at this event is PwC and it's a ESG climate tech focus. Vienna spearheaded Europe's smart city revolution almost a decade ago, which obviously ties in nicely with our you know, focus at this event. There's across, you know, 2021 over, I think, 225 foreign companies uh, made Vienna their, their home last year. This year, just announced the Global Livability Index. Uh, Vienna has won it. And this is the third time in the last five years. Last year, uh, Vienna won the um, International Congress and Convention Association ranking. So in terms of as an event organizer, It's a clear win for us being in Vienna. 36% female startups within Austria. That's the highest within the EU. I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with, Laura. However, besides all of those you know, amazing accolades that Austria and Vienna has, to be quite brutally honest with you, the, the real reason that we came, that we're coming to Vienna was through the personal relationship that we've built up with the amazing team at Vienna Business Agency. Uh, so that relationship started around two years ago. And it's just gone from strength to strength since then. Um, so, you know, when I spoke to them and said, look, how would you feel about us coming uh, to Vienna? They, they literally gave us all the support we needed and uh, tremendously excited to see how this will, how this will uh, materialize. Uh, of course, when they offered me the use of a palace and my own statue in the city center, it was a, it was a done deal. Definitely. I think nobody could say no to that. So, Mike, we are already at the end of our podcast for today. Thank you so much for being our guest and sharing your insights. And see you at Invest Austria at October 19th. Bye. Absolutely, Laura. Really looking forward to it. And thank you very much for, the, for your time today. Dieser Podcast wird produziert von Stefan Tesch. 